Mississippi College has a new logo, and we are here for it. Yep, kind of feel like we're on game day having this fanfare experience, which, by the way, was in Jackson recently. Not That's at Mississippi right. College, <laughs> but at uh, here at, uh, at JSU. <laughs> but uh, we, we are live at Mississippi College. As uh, most of you know, Mississippi College is one of our three Baptist colleges in our state. Blue Mountain Christian University, William Carey University, and now Mississippi College is where we are. Uh, and just for your information, Mississippi Baptist Convention Board Cooperative Program Budget helps support all three of these institutions. And today uh, we are going to talk about a lot of excitement that's happening around mm-hmm. campus. You may can even hear it behind us. There's a lot of movement going on, and uh, students are here around us. We're grateful for that. Uh, but the release of the new logo, uh, lots of other construction stuff going on. We're in a new renovated facility even right now. And so we're going to hear today from Evan Lino, who is the Director of Church and Minister Relations at Mississippi College, to hear about all the positive things that's going on on campus. That's right. So we are in the Alumni Hall, and uh, I love the look and the vibe going on here. So yeah, Evan, so cool. glad to have you on the podcast. Explain to everybody where we are right now. So we're in the basement of Alumni Hall. Uh, it is for <laughs> that those doesn't of you, sound very appealing. No, but, but it is. It, it is fantastic. the basement. This is the lower the lower level. Um, yeah. We are right across from Chick Fil A and yeah. right around the corner from Einstein Brothers Bagels. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who are familiar with the campus, maybe maybe you you yeah. were in Alumni Hall when you were a student here. Um, this is the old area that at one point was the bookstore and then the commons yeah. um, and even the pool. Mm. And so now now we, we call this space the commons. Yeah. And so it's the floor below the old alumni gym. So the, yeah, the yeah. old gym is right above us. And, um, and so this is one of, it's not the oldest building on campus, but it's yeah. one of the older buildings on campus that has had a full-scale renovation in the last about three years. Yeah, it looks awesome. This is fantastic. It's fantastic. I may just come here with my laptop. There's no doubt. I was thinking that actually. Okay <laughs> <laughs> so Evan, I think you told me earlier your your title doesn't fit on one business card. Explain to us <laughs> your role here at MC, if you don't mind. So I have a few different roles. Uh, my primary role is director of church and minister relations, mm-hmm. which that that job is to go out and build and cultivate the relationships uh, between the university and churches around the state and then in some of the other areas where we we do a lot of recruiting Um, so outside the state that would look like uh, kind of north shore uh, louisiana north of the covington mandeville area um, over towards birmingham uh, heading east heading west all the way over to the DFW area mm. and then going north up into the the Memphis area yeah wow. so that's so I do I, I do some travel yeah. I, I try yeah. to try to meet with folks uh, meet with pastors youth pastors anybody who will sit down and have a cup of coffee or, <laughs> yeah. or lunch with me um, I also teach I'm associate professor of Christian studies mm-hmm. so teaching the Christian studies department um, and then I also direct the uh, Clinton Extension Center for New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary. So we've, yeah. for more than 40 years, we've had an extension center on the campus of Mississippi College. Yeah. And so that's a continuing crucial relationship that we have with NOBTS. And so I oversee that program and also teaching that program as well. Yeah, man, there are a lot of Mississippi Baptist pastors, student pastors, children's ministers, whatever you want to say, that have been mm-hmm. in Alumni Hall for those classes through the New Orleans Baptist Theological Seminary Extension Center. In fact, so. the table we're sitting at now is actually where I see most of the seminary extension students oh, really? yeah. between classes on Mondays. <laughs> they come in, their classes are right across the piazza from us, yeah. and, and they yeah. walk over here. 
I grab Chick-fil-A for lunch and they sit here and study Hebrew and yeah. Old Testament and philosophy and, and all that Fun kind of stuff. stuff. So mm-hmm. your, your emphasis, though, in teaching, correct me if I'm wrong, though, is ethics, yes, right? Yes, that, that's so, where my Ph.D. is, and that's, yeah. that's where I've spent most of my career teaching. Yeah, I was just talking, actually, I was telling Dr. Parker that we were coming over here, and he was telling me that he has either read or is reading your ethics book, so... Uh, which is quite a quite a haul, I think. Yeah, so it's it's entitled Ethics as Worship. I yeah. was able to co-author that with my mentor from Southeastern Seminary named Mark Lederbach, and it came out about a year ago, yeah. and um, we're excited. It's being used. Um, it's being used at five of the Southern Baptist seminaries as awesome, an ethics yeah. textbook. Yeah, um, it is not for the faint of heart. Um, it's it's over yeah. seven hundred pages long. Wow! And so yeah. it's it's designed yeah. as a as a seminary upper level college or seminary yeah. level intro to ethics textbook, and awesome. we're we're really excited about it. And um, and we've actually uh, got a meeting with the publisher next week. Um, at the Evangelical Theological Society meeting yeah, to yeah. talk about a couple of other projects that hopefully oh, man, will be coming great. down the road that yeah. Mark and I will get to participate in together. Cool yeah. stuff. So back back to on-campus life, I want to I transition into the logo discussion a okay. little bit. Mm-hmm. We, Mr. Baptist recently re- released a logo. We saw IMB release a logo back this last summer. We've talked about, talked about logo and branding in recent months, and I knew this was coming. So it's official. It is. NC, we launched it at Homecoming. Logo, launched at Homecoming. Tell That's us right. about it. How, how does that add momentum to the campus right now? So, you know, we haven't had a new logo on campus in decades, mm. really. And, um, and so we, we took our kind of our best known logo, which is the interlocking MC. Mm-hmm. Um, we modernized it, updated it, made it, gave it a fresh look. And so, um, so it just kind of gives a little bit of inspiration. Yeah. You, know how, you know how the rebranding goes. You get new signage, you get new excitement. And, um, and so we did that. We also launched a new athletic logo, Mm -hmm. um, that is kind of, um, reemphasizing our relationship with the Mississippi band of Choctaw Indians. And, um, and so using an Eagle image, which is very important image to them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and even some of the designs in that Eagle with the feathers and different things, um, again, help to emphasize that relationship with, Uh, the Mississippi Choctaws. And so they're excited about it. The the chief of the Mississippi band of Choctaws has been on campus probably for the last two or three football games. Mm -hmm. Um, They actually Mm -hmm. presented us with a drum that they, that they crafted with the logo on it. Um, They did that at homecoming. So, so yeah, we've got a lot of exciting things happening um, related to the branding. Um, When you pulled on campus, you probably saw a lot of new signage Mm -hmm. and everything. So all that goes up and you know, that gets people excited and they're saying, Hey, something's happening here. And um, and we want to be a part of it. The the launch of a new identity is exciting to me. It is. Oh yeah. And you see that right now, don't you? Yeah, it, it's exciting yeah. and it's a new identity, but it's also calling upon the history here right. too. You know, we're yeah. we're just a few years away from celebrating our 200th anniversary. Oh wow, yeah. Um, yeah. So 2026 will be yeah. our our 200th anniversary, um, and and so we're we're both, you know, kind of projecting towards a new exciting future while still yeah, yeah. while still calling upon the the past and uh, and that heritage that we have um as mississippi college sitting here in clinton for yeah, right. nearly 200 years now yeah that's cool and i so appreciate uh, even at our state convention this year we had a motion that was presented uh to pray for the choctaws and the choctaw mm-hmm. nation uh, because they are a large part of our population in certain segments mm-hmm. of the state and so uh, I was so excited to see Chief Cyrus Ben here and, and even hearing him say, hey, 
this logo relates to to the Choctaw Nation and tying that in, I think, was a tremendous move for you guys and for and it gives some pride for the Choctaw Nation yeah. too. Yeah, and, huge. and he's an alumnus as well. Yeah, and yeah. He, he played football here, and yeah. uh, and so he's a he's a proud Choctaw in, in a yeah, couple different that's ways. That's right. Yeah, uh, literally a proud Choctaw and also uh, a, a proud alumnus yeah. of the Mississippi College Choctaws. Yeah, that's cool. You know, the logo is very exciting. We're experiencing that too at uh, at the Baptist Building. And so, uh, but also you guys just recently came out with some more exciting news and that is the Leland Speed Scholarship. Uh, can you kind of tell us a little bit about that and how that impacts the state really and Mississippi College? Right. So this is, this is way more exciting than rebranding <laughs> in my opinion. The rebranding is great, but this, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. this affects all the listeners that yeah. I would imagine are, yeah. are listening to this podcast. So the Leland Speed Scholarship is part of a, a bequest that Leland Speed left for us in his estate. Mm -hmm. Um, The Speeds have been benefactors of Mississippi College uh, for multiple generations. In fact, our library, the Leland Speed Library, is not named for Mr. Speed, who just passed away. It's actually named for his father. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so so Mr. Speed left us um, a a gift in his estate. Mm -hmm. and, And he left, not really instructions, but he left his kind of desire to see this money help students from around the state of Mississippi come and be a part of the Christ-centered education that we're doing here at Mississippi College. So what we are able to offer now is starting in the fall um, for any new student, new undergrad student um, on our campus who lives on campus, um, they are now eligible to receive a full tuition scholarship for four years while they are here. And, um, and so you just think about it. it. This is, this is every, Every high school senior right now, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, who or, or every transfer student. So if mm-hmm. they're finishing up at one of our community colleges, yeah, um, and they want to come and be a part of what God is doing here at MC, um, they can apply yeah. and receive a full tuition scholarship, which is essentially unheard of. Yeah, I mean this yeah, is yeah. every Mississippi resident, <laughs> and so so you're talking about you know the kids that are right down the street. Like I've got a high school senior uh-huh. who's right down the street uh-huh. at Clinton High School, yeah, um, or at Christian Clinton Christian Academy. Or, you know, the kids down on the coast, up in the northeast part of the state in the Delta, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, they're, they're all eligible to receive this. Now, the, the details of it, mm-hmm. you, have, you have to apply and be accepted by December 1st. So, we're, yeah, for, yeah. for this coming fall, it's crunch time. Yeah, in fact, sure. we're, we're making a big push. We're actually going to be in several churches over the next few weeks uh, making a big push. So, you have to, be, have to apply and be accepted by December 1st. You mm-hmm. have to fill out the FAFSA yeah, and, the, yeah. um, and the Mississippi State. Right. Aid application. Um, and then you have to um, pay your housing deposit this year it, or for this upcoming year. It's by January 23rd. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, I think it's $200 housing deposit. You pay that. And if you meet all those yeah. and you're a Mississippi resident, full tuition. Wow, that's awesome. For eight semesters. Yeah. Um, while you're a student at Mississippi College. And um, I mean, we didn't, outside of our, you know, maybe our honors college. Um, and a, a couple, we offer a, a few really big scholarships, you know, four or five scholarships that are really big through our select scholars program. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest thing you can get. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this, this That's far cool. exceeds anything else that we do yeah. and yeah. it's available to every Mississippi resident, which is cool, but on a couple of different, a couple of different levels. <laughs> yeah. Number one is, is that you get an education. Right. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> that's important. That's important yeah. when you yeah. come to college. <laughs> but thing. the second one is, is that you've even got you've even got kids who are not necessarily Christian or 
Christian minded, but they're gonna they're gonna maybe be pulled into the, a, a campus life on Mississippi College that's going to give them a Christian yep. education. So it's it's huge. Yeah, and, and they're gonna be they're gonna be sitting in our Bible classes. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. You know, and that's that's what I'm excited about is you know when I think about so I'll be teaching a New Testament survey class in mm-hmm. the in the spring. And that's what I'm excited about is as you walk through, knowing that there are some students who are going to be sitting in that class who are not believers. Yeah, yeah. And you get yeah. to walk them through. This is the message of the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. This is the ministry of Jesus. Yeah. And and have opportunities in that in that classroom setting mm-hmm. to call for yeah, you know, absolutely a decision yeah. on on their part to to turn their lives over to Christ. And at the same time, you've got you've got students who grew up in our Mississippi Baptist churches. Yeah. Who you know? This is an opportunity for them to affirm, yeah, you know, what they have, what they've been grown up, what they've grown up being taught, mm-hmm. and um, and to edify them, and yeah. and even let them be. I mean, I, you know, I think back to even when I was a student, and maybe those conversations or that that moment of decision doesn't happen in the in the classroom. It happens mm-hmm. in the dorm room, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. And so you've got yeah. a you've got a believing student who's in the dorm hallway talking yeah. to a friend who's not a believer, right. and they're asking questions about what was said in that class, yeah, yeah, and and them being able to lead yeah, their huge. classmates to the Lord. I mean, it, it's it, it's a great opportunity. It is. And so we are we are seeing that with people who are expressing interest in coming here and applying. Yeah. And, and so we're going to have plenty of opportunities like that. Yeah. Awesome. And, and hearing you talking about that, talking about the students, uh, makes me think about your interactions with students around our state, in different contexts of student ministry and so forth. And I know that's kind of your church relations side, Yeah. but you love the church. I do. And so I, I don't know how to ask you the question. I, I, want, I just want to hear your perspective on student ministry these days, what you're seeing in students as they're coming on, on campus and you know what? I'm just gonna leave it open-ended. Softball right. question to you: What do you what do you see in these days in students uh, as they come on campus in their spiritual life? Yeah, so I, I get a lot of opportunity to hang out with with student pastors all over the state, yeah. and um, and do some work in their churches, and do some training for them for for their adult leaders, and in, even for their students. Um, you know, students are different today than they were when I showed up on this campus 26 years ago as a yeah. freshman. Yeah. Um, and uh, but they're not. What I'm seeing is they're not afraid to ask hard questions, mm-hmm. and but they don't want a just made up kind of pat answer. Yeah, like they they want to see the struggle. They mm. want to see the struggle of working your way through um, the the difficult theological questions. The you know for me a lot of times I get asked to deal with a lot of the difficult ethical questions yeah. of our day, and and they don't back away from it. Yeah, like they're not they're not saying mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, we yeah. don't we don't deal with that. <laughs> around here, you know, they're, they're willing to say, listen, help me through this. Help me think through this because I've got a friend Mm. at school or I've got a neighbor or I've got a family member Mm -hmm. who's struggling with some of these real difficult ethical issues. And, and they want, they want to know what the Bible says about it. And they want to, they want to own their faith. They don't want it just to be, this is my parents' faith or my grandparents' faith. They, they want to own their faith. And I, I think what I'm encouraged by, especially working with youth pastors around the state, is seeing them, seeing these youth pastors really work towards that. Yeah. And, and I think that's, a, again, I loved youth ministry when I was, when I was in high school, and I was, I was a youth minister uh, yeah, yeah. quite a few years ago. <laughs> um, but it's, it's different today. And so yeah. I'm, I'm encouraged by what I see among our youth pastors 
and what I see them doing and, and how they're working with their students um, to really yeah. take ownership of what they believe and why they believe it. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I've talked with uh, Reed Vance a little bit in communications mm-hmm. about, you know, we, we've been brainstorming, and it's my heart to try to, that call to ministry perspective, you know, we're all familiar with being called to ministry to be a pastor or a worship leader, but my circle is more media-driven, and so mm-hmm. I'm making sure people know, look, you can be called to be a media minister. Right. And I know that's Reed's heart as well. Uh, we're having conversations about that, of trying to tell students that are creative, look, there's a bent in ministry for you as well to help the church. Yeah. There's all kinds of opportunities out there. Yeah, and we see that a lot on our, on our campus. So we just um, recently went through the whole process of ministerial aid. Some mm-hmm. of your mm-hmm. listeners may be aware of yeah. that through the yeah. Board of Ministerial Education. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we actually saw a pretty substantial increase this year in our in the number of Mississippi College students who are recipients of ministerial aid. Yeah. But what I think is interesting is the various avenues that yeah. they are planning to fulfill that call to ministry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm teaching a church leadership class this semester, and I've got a student in my class who is very adamant. He wants to do media and production yeah. within a ministry setting. And, and he's currently, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a volunteer at one of our local Let's churches talk. doing that now. Multiple churches could use, someone could use them right now. Yeah, yeah. Right, but, yeah. but I mean, you know, so whether it's, whether it's some of the more traditional routes of, of yeah. pastoral ministry, youth ministry, children's ministry, missions, or it's some of these other routes that are um, like media ministry, or we've got some students on campus who legitimately say, I'm going to be bivocational. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm setting out from day one as a college sure. student to get an education that fosters both a, um, a job in some type of in- industry yeah. and ministry training at the same time because yeah. I, this, is, this is how I see my calling, and that is to serve both in the community and you know, in, in the yeah. work world and in ministry in the church world. And, and they intend to do it together. I mean, that's very different from yeah. my experience right. years ago. Yep. And I don't know any of my friends who were students here yeah, when, that, that's that, great. That, thought of, that thought in those lines. But we've got, we got 18, 19, 20-year-olds already yeah. thinking about that, and that's yeah. their plan. And that's huge because you know this, Mississippi Baptist churches are bivocational churches. Mm-hmm. I mean, the mm-hmm. majority of our churches, 75%, they say, have less than 100 on any given Sunday morning. Most of those, if not all, are going to have bivocational pastors. It's a huge deficit right there for servants. And, uh, and having a generation that says, hey, being a bivocational pastor is my calling mm-hmm. is going to be huge as we continue to try to reach and disciple Mississippi. Yeah, yeah that's and, awesome. And we are not trying to talk them out of it either. Oh, yeah. Just in sure. case you're wondering. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to encourage it and say, listen, you, you need to be thinking about this because this, this really is the future. Yeah, and when I would say respects. there was a time probably when we did try to talk mm-hmm. people out of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and say, so well, I you'll do that. that. You'll do that for a while. Yeah, you but know, until you'll, but yeah. you'll eventually get to the point where you're full time. It's like, no, you know, listen, you could do that for the next forty years. Absolutely. And and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. In fact, yeah. that that may be a more effective way for you to to do ministry. Sure. Sure. That's great. That's great. I feel like this has just been a buffet of information with you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and the heart behind our podcast here, bringing Mississippi Baptist around the table, is that we, we're trying to elevate ministry discussion around our state, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a great context for those of us around the state that don't understand what's happening in our universities yeah. in our own state. We re- yeah. recently had a podcast with William Carey about some new programs they have, and we'll, we'll, we're gonna we have a schedule of Blue Mountain as well, so we're trying to share the love, right? We yeah. support all three, 
But it's great to hear what's happening here on this campus. Uh, you're, it sounds like you're in tune to the, the students' needs right now yeah. as you're trying to push them out the door to impact the world, right? Well, that, that's one of the things that Dr. Thompson, our president, has made clear from the beginning of his tenure here. He's been here for now about four and a half years. But he wants us to be student-centric. Yeah. He wants us to be out there on the quad talking with students. Mm. In fact, that, that's where you'll find him a lot of yeah. times. Is he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll come out of the office and go out to the quad and students, throw frisbee with students or yeah. throw football with students <laughs> yeah. um, and, and talk to them and, 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 and engage with them and, and listen yeah. to them. And, and that's a, yeah. um, it's a great perspective for how to do college life yeah. As, yeah. At, from an administrator. Yeah. is to say, listen, yeah. I, I, want to, I want to hear the students. I want to know what's going on and, and be able to respond uh, to those students. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Well, man, it's, it's almost lunchtime here. Yeah, the, line, the, the line at Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is getting Chick-fil-A. long. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. can smell it now. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure what we should do next, brother. I, yeah. I think what we should do is go get Chick-fil-A is what we <laughs> ought to do. <laughs> We'll have to go. We'll have to go off air for that. Nobody, right. nobody wants to listen yeah, to us eat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is around the table. It is. We, we, that's exactly right. And it's, we talk about this all the time. We should talk about food more often. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm, I'm, I'm game. I am. I'm a. Uh, I'm a closet wannabe um, judge on those Food Network cooking shows. Yeah, there shows. you go. Yeah, like I don't want to. Yeah. Ha- I don't want to have to cook it. I w- right, right. I want to be eat. able to eat it and, yeah. and taste it, and right. you know, pontificate on <laughs> on how it was made and what it tastes yeah. like, and just make stuff up along the way. That's good. Well. We've enjoyed this time, and I'm sure I didn't ask you beforehand, but we'll put your contact information in the show notes if anybody needs to get a hold of you. And you, you have all the answers, right, for yeah. MC? <laughs> Is I, that right? I, I don't have all the answers, but I know the people who do. Yeah. And so that, I, yeah. I, do, I tell this to pastors and youth pastors, any, anybody in the churches that I end up talking to, say, listen, if, if, you're, if you're directly affiliated with a church and you want to know what's going on at MC or you need something, some information from MC, come to me yeah. and I'm, I'm that liaison between the university and the churches. And if I don't have the answer, I'll get the answer for you. Yeah. Or I will put mm-hmm. you in touch with the person who does have the answer. Yeah. Um, because I, I can at least do that. Yeah, uh, sure. I'm not going to make something up and, and, just, <laughs> and just say something. I'm, yeah. I'm going to put you in touch with the person. And so, you know, you have a question about the Speed Scholarship. Well, I can answer most of those questions. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'm going to push you to admissions. Right. Because they're the ones that yeah. are managing all that. You know, if you've got questions that are happening about what's happening in the communication department, I'm, I'm going to send you to Reed Vance right, eventually. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, and, and all that kind of stuff. But, but I'm happy to be the liaison between the, the Mississippi Baptist churches and the university and, and get them the information that they need. That sounds yeah. like me. When people have questions, I just send them to John Martin. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And I will just tell them something. <laughs> we really try to help. Uh, well, then, so then you have to answer when Dr. Parker says, what did, did you tell yeah, them? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We've got to be careful. All right. So. <laughs> this has been good. That we, it's, it is lunchtime. Our minds are getting off track. But we thank you so much for the time, Evan. This has been a pleasure. We need to do this again sometime on campus. We, we enjoy taking the podcast on the road. Yeah, uh, venues like this and so as you're listening across the state we do hope you can uh, hit the like button hit the subscribe button Mm -hmm. we've enjoyed seeing when we publish these podcasts how the numbers just pop up real quick and we've been greatly blessed by the audience that we've seen uh, listen to the podcast this year thank you so much and it's great to connect the dot on the CP giving here Mm -hmm. on MC today and how the dots always connect 
it's great to see what CP can do and, and yeah. we can be a part of that all together. And we couldn't do what we're doing here without the support of Mississippi Baptist and thank the Guantanamo program. Thank you. It is crucial to what we do here. So thank you, Mississippi Baptist, for supporting MC and also Blue Mountain and William Carey. All, yeah. all three of us, yeah. I think I think I can speak for all three of us sure. and say we couldn't do it without you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good, good word. Well, thanks so much. We appreciate you today. It's been good. We'll catch you all next time on the podcast.